Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Welcome to a very special presentation of our Season 3.5 Wrap-Up Q&A. I just wanted to give you a really quick sort of heads up of what this is. Uh, we do these Q&As monthly live for our patrons. And when we do that, we allow them to submit questions, usually through the Discord, and then we talk about them live, and they follow along with us through a private uh, stream, and they can interact with us, and they will react to what we're saying and post extra questions and all of that stuff. If you want to be a part of that, you can do so. $3 a month gets you in on the live Q&As through our Patreon at patreon.com slash makebelieveheroes. But because of that, in the audio format, there's going to be some times where we're talking about something that's coming into the feed here and things like that. Uh, just bear with us through that, if you would. We're not going to spend time editing this episode. We're giving it to you pretty much exactly how it was done through the live uh, feed. So I hope that you enjoy this and that we got to all of your questions that you submitted. We had, oh man, we had a lot of questions submitted and we got through most of them. So hopefully you will get some answers that you're looking for, although I'm sure there'll be some that you didn't. Uh, thanks again for listening. Thank you for being a part of our podcast community. We love you guys. You guys are what make all this worthwhile and what make it possible. And we're just very excited to continue with season four, which will be coming soon. In the meantime, keep your eyes and ears open for some special Champions episodes that are coming your way that are quite relevant to what's going on in the world of Manumi and Season 4. Without further ado, let's get to our Season 3.5 Wrap-Up Q&A. Check out my sick mic arm. Oh. <laughs> we are live. Look at this mic arm. We're live. It's your arm. Oh man, Jeffrey, we're live. so swole. <laughs> we're live. Alan, Jeffrey, we're live. You're gonna, you're gonna do. Is intro. this live? Podcast Q and A. Yes. Is it live though? Is it? It is. And we're gonna talk about D and D and dragons and dungeons. And dragons. And also the and, ends. And ends. diners and drive-ins and dives. Yes. Okay, tell me when my arm's out of the picture. <laughs> it's out. <laughs> it's out of the picture. <laughs> Jeffrey, please don't. <laughs> Are you going to sit there like that this whole time? Do it. No, you got to hold, gotta it, hold right it like here. the skull. Yeah. From, hold uh, it like Hamlet. Princess Leia when yeah. she's in that outfit and she's going to get Han Solo, Frozen and Carbonite, and she's holding that thing and she's like, Yato, Yato. <laughs> Yeah. says the <laughs> link doesn't work detonator. to go to YouTube. She's like, Am I quiet well, on the stream? You're a little quiet. That's what he says. Huh. How's this? Let's see. Is it? Yeah. Test? Test? Test! Uh, Test. I just muted myself on accident. I hate <laughs> That's the opposite of what you want. Somebody yes. touch my spaghetti. I'm as high as I can go. What I'm probably going to do is lower the general sh- amount, and mm-hmm. that way I'll be on par. To everybody cool, cool. else. Uh, is Sheree able to get in yet? Hey, Sheree, are you in? I think so. She said that the that the YouTube link wasn't working, but 
but seems to be working for everyone else. Yeah. Uh, someone's here in the stream or in the YouTube chat. Uh-oh. It's oh, me. No. Uh, they say, it's there we go. We're live. Oh, cool. We you did it. You thought it was me, but it was actually me. Okay. It was oh, actually I knew it was me. Dio. It was I actually, knew it was me uh, the whole me time. Me. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to another Make Believe Heroes live Q&A. I am your host, your friend, your dungeon master, and your mortal enemy. My name is Paul. I miss you, Paul. I'm joined today by a few of our many pals. Uh, to my right here, sitting next to me. That's you, Felicia. Me. It's me, Felicia. And then over there hosting the madness that is our video stuff. That's, that's Alan. Man, y'all should and see then, this command center I got going. Oh, yeah. You know what? Check oh, it no. out. What? Oh, no. Look, we're on the move. Whoa. Oh, wow. oh, hey, it's me. What? There we are. Look, hey, I see me. me. Here's my microphone wow. and my keyboard. There's a Triforce. Amazing. How do I get this? Okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I got to reattach your camera. Uh, and then, of course, the uh, the one with the best mic arm. Huh. <laughs> Sophistication. <laughs> Sophistication. We really got to get technology. Your, your arm over there from uh, from Jeremy. Um, that's weird. Anyhow, so welcome. We are excited to be chatting with you all uh, about some season three point five stuff. Mm. We so what have a lot three point five. Some things did happen last time. Um, oh, was I supposed to watch that? Yeah. Listen, I didn't. I didn't both of you guys listened. I did. We all know. Uh, and I'm, and I'm, I'm so proud. I'm so proud of you both. Um, Jeremy, unfortunately, could not be with us. He had some some stuff come up last week. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, some emergency type stuff and ended up having to miss some work over it. And so he Roasted. ended up being way behind and is having to work late tonight. So unfortunately, Q we miss him. A. We wish he Q was here. Q&A. Uh, and Q what we will have to don't. do is... any. Q, we Q, do any Q, of the questions that I've got here that are that are directly pointed at Jeremy. Um, I'll make sure to give him a chance to answer those in one way I or another. Can't interrupt the master. But we want to we want to hop in. Um, and but before we do, let's. Okay, I want to know. You know, what are I your uh, what are your react? What's everyone's reaction to to the events of three point five? And and before I do that, just in case someone is tuning in and you're curious and you haven't yet listened. Uh, to season three point five, we are going to spoil everything. There's nothing in three point five that is off the table here. So if you haven't listened, you should go do that now. I mean, you should do that. Uh, or don't. But if, oh, but if you have, spoilers chat. I'm gonna go listen real that. quick. Okay, we'll see you in about uh, six and a half, seven hours. Um, <laughs> I listened in one and a half times speed to get it all in. I started well on episode two last night oh, wow. at like oh, ten man. o'clock. <laughs> They were like, hello, and going to the woods, and there is it. to the wire, Felicia. <laughs> Whatever Paul would um, like to tell you, the orange strike on Kelly is real, no matter what he says. Oh, I already sung. Oh, thank you. You didn't hear me. Felicia, what, uh, how, how did you feel? How did 3.5 make you feel? Um, speaking of feel. <laughs> As you said, <laughs> how did it make you feel? feel. I get uh, it. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, spoilers. Um, He's a t- <laughs> oh, no. Zach couldn't be here. I was gonna get Zach to come on with us. He couldn't do it. Uh, he had to work tonight or something. He had if something. He was. He I would have asked here. him how it feels to be dead. <laughs> no, it was. It was a really uh, up and down, a bunch of emotions. Um, too soon. It's never too soon. No, 
but it was good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Listened to it a lot. Mm. Uh, Jeffrey. What? What did you think? How would you feel about 3.5? I had no feelings. Oh, good. Did you see my reaction about episode six? What was the part that you liked? Did you love my reaction to episode six at the beginning with Brightport? They're under siege. By the Grovers. No, you said that? Yes. Said yeah, he <laughs> what did post, he say? He posted a, a picture, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm just now getting that. <laughs> oh! It was oh, Grover yeah. and two parental <laughs> Grovers. I was like, why? What does Grover have to do? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> You're just <laughs> now it. getting that? Oh, I, I, I wow. was looking, I was like, what is Grover. this? I, I can't. Anyway, I cannot. The Grovers. I so, it. it. was Grovers. That's good. You it. got me. Well done. Well played. Um... What was your favorite part of season 3.5? Um, my favorite part is that Jim and Servants are going to get back together. Okay. Party. Alan. <laughs> yeah. What do you g- give me? Okay. What do you got? What What is your, what were your reaction? What was your reaction to 3.5? Vance and Sir Jim are going to be back together. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Alan. <laughs> and rescue me, Alan. I remember Sir Jim. <laughs> Alan, rescue me. Rescue me. Uh, <laughs> I liked how it explained what happened while we were gone in the places, in the, the down there's, and then how bad things happened, but there was no hope and it's all over. Yep. <laughs> uh, Sometimes I was, the good guys lose I was a lot. Over at my dad's, he has a wood shop. I was working on this, some stuff I'm building over there. And he was walking around with a pair of headphones, like wireless headphones over his ears, listening to episode five. And he walked into the barn where I was at, didn't say anything, just slapped me in the back of the head and then walked back out (laughs) (laughs) and said, I liked Nephiel. That's all he said on his way out. (laughs) Um, I didn't like him. Man, there was a lot uh, that happened. Mm -hmm. And... uh, it was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty sad, I guess. And con- <laughs> thank you, Mister Shadow. He said you deserve it, Pale. And Pale is the Trey only said name you deserve it too. It's the only name they will call me by is uh, is Pale. Thank you, Sharia. Hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> you know Who's doing Hi, this? I'm Paul. <laughs> I love that. Oh man, who is who logged in as Paul right, right now for the sake of stream? Alan, it's you, Alan. <laughs> Paul. Paul Alan. <laughs> oh, I'm Paul, Paul officially announces the orange Dracon Kelly pale, is pale, real. Pale, pale, pale. Finally, he admits it. We're never getting through any of these flipping questions. No, we pale ain't. Came from autocorrect. <laughs> it did. We're only name. accepting questions about the orange Dracon Kelly I mean, in this session. You could have worse okay. nicknames, pale, like plop. <laughs> 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 what was that in the office? It was it Ryan got that nickname? Yes, yes, that was it. I couldn't remember. Okay, <clears throat> we're just gonna hop into questions because this is going nowhere real fast. Um, all I let so, all our watchers just dropped. I just want to get this out of like the way. A I want to want to get this one out of the way. This is the first question we had submitted. Apparently, at least it's at the top of the list. It's from E fifty four. From E54 <laughs> uh, on uh, on the uh, the Discord, is Walker the Crooked Father? Yes. Yes. You know, I was prepared to Based just say no to this. Taste, yes. That's exactly right. Based on the fact that he said earlier today, one of our patrons informed us that he loves the taste 
of uh, Pepto-Bismol, then the answer to that is maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's been taken by the crooked frog. Are you looking for the giant blue D20? Oh, sorry. It's right there. Someone just requested that we roll the giant blue D20, so. What is it? Maybe it'll help. People are typing. Or hurt. I don't know. I'm going to roll it. A seven. It's a seven. I thought it was a one for a minute. That would have been bad. It's a seven. It's the number of completion, which means we are going to finish all of these questions. Oh, man. Awesome. Boom. Here we go. Uh, He also said, will Chaz be coming in to voice the orange Rick and Kelly when he shows up in season 11? Sure. Is that a number? I'll allow it. 11, because since that's a fake number, I'll give you a fake answer to a fake question. <laughs> I think that's just 110. <laughs> that's a lot of... That's a lot. Like your 11th okay. birthday? Uh, yes. Uh, well, obviously, Chaz will voice him. It's like birthday. Have a okay. very, very All right, here we go. Next question. And, and by the way, let me let me just say, I'm going to skim. I'm going to pass over questions that aren't specifically 3.5 centric. What? Um, and then if we have time, we'll circle back to those. But I want to definitely answer all your 3.5 questions since this is the wrap up for that. And, okay. Number two, Sharia. And I'm just kind of going in the order they came in for now. Sharia, what? Oh, so she, she submitted like 15 questions in a row here. Okay. Here we go. Real questions. Was the halfling in the cloak? With Hjalmar Jilly. Um, all right. Thank you for that question, Sharia. Where is Miles? No one knows. Thank you for that question, Sharia. How on earth did the Shiv get captured? It's a good question. Uh, oh what was gosh. the outcome of the battle between Rivora and Kolmas and Talia and that wicked demon she summoned? <laughs> she said, You're the worst. <laughs> um, what was the outcome of that battle? Uh, that is a very good question. Did Pauline and the dragons make it to Branshire to talk with Paylor? Yes. Hey. What? It's an answer. <laughs> okay, I'm, 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 I'm sort of teasing a little bit, trolling just a little. An uh, let, let me answer this question like this, and this will actually answer some of the uh, <laughs> some of the other questions that are coming up too. In episode six, episode six gave us the sort of the next or the, the continuation of season three. Season 3.5 went back and answered what happened during season three. Season, uh, the last episode there at episode six, it um, it showed us what happened when Saul came to the natural plane, when Vance came to the natural plane, when Misk came to the natural plane. So what are we going to do there? I think one of Sharia's later questions um, asks about, here it is, how will we see the transition flow from 3.5 to 4? Will we see the party again, or will we go headfirst into a completely new party? And by the party, I'm assuming she means the season 3 party, which is Saul Vance, Char, <laughs> and uh, and Misk. The answer is, me. completely new party. As I've said from the beginning, uh, well, not from the beginning, but for a while now, Kjorg will be front and present in season 4. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, with that, we'll have a new party. So, what are we going to do about the other characters? I don't know. They're dead. They die. You're going to have to figure it out. <laughs> so, I no, have a question. Have to... Yes. Just text me. I'll tell you. Uh, no, I'm just are we going to go back and re- redo season 3.5 <clears throat> from the perspective, or even season 3 from the perspective of Saul choosing to stay in Monumi and see and just play in that alternate timeline? Wouldn't that be interesting? Let's do um, it right now. We, we can't do that. We don't have time for that. The The truth is, I don't know. for we, initiative. It would be impossible to do everything, you know, um, but we are going to answer these questions in the show. We're going to be probably 
involving um, some of this. You know, if you look at the way we've done things before, you might be able to infer that, you know, we showed what happened with Kellen after season one with some special champions episodes. So we may do those as special champions episodes. Uh, we may do them as some other kind of special uh, situational type episodes. We may, we're not, I don't want to do another like season, like 4.5. This, this almost broke me. <laughs> uh, this almost season 3.5 almost killed me. Like literally almost died. Literally. Um, it's true. I was there. But the fact is we are going to answer these questions, Sharia. We are going to be showing these things in the show. Um, was the halfling in the cloak with Hjalmar? You know what? Was it Was it Jelly? I had a few people ask me that. I didn't think it was. It could be. You could retroactively it could, think it is. It could be Jelly. It could be jelly, and it you could, could be jelly. It could not be jelly. jelly. Where is Miles? I can't answer that question. He's Miles um, underground. But you will, you will find mm-hmm. out. In the hells, in the grave. Um, are the hells underground? How did the ship get captured? Yes. We will be. I will be showing you how the sh- like. You will find out how the shiv got captured. You'll find out where Miles is. <laughs> as far- oh my goodness! Bless you. As as far as the outcome of the battle between Rivora and Colmas and Talia, um, someone. I think later on says Rivora is dead, right? No, no, Rivora is not dead. You can't kill that woman, um, dragon, woman so dragon. We will almost certainly, we will certainly be answering that question in the show as well. But the dragons and Pauline did <laughs> get to Branshire. They made it to Branshire. <laughs> you broke their speakers. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Pandakara. Oh my word, that scared me. Is Messinkara <laughs> bad? Scared me. What <laughs> is that? The one that's Gretchen? A. Q Q N A. Uh, Pandacaro. No, which one's Gretchen? Messinkara. Uh, Vinraya. Vinraya. Is she bad? She seemed bad. I don't know. She's maybe she's Gretchen? just a little bit. I think she just she's bad. just very. Uh, I mean, she gave me a rib of eyes, so I'm, I she's don't care. She's sly. She's the sly. <laughs> the trip that Jim just was supposed to meet. Okay, this this is a funny question. Um, Another from Sharia. Uh, The trip that Jim was supposed to meet Atonia was on the coast near the drylands. Cool Tarn's son lived near the coast. She's talking about Tarkin from the Christmas special. Christmas Uh, Were they perhaps trying to track him, track him down to find Cool Tarn? Yes, I just read his mind. Yes, they were. That's an interesting theory. The best place to track is in the sand because your feet don't go away for a while. If the uh, I I don't think that um, I'm going to say no. Uh, the Drake and Kelly don't have any connection or knowledge of those characters in that other realm. You know, the Candle King and his brother and his many brothers. Are those uh, canon? That is a neat theory, huh? Or is the Candle King considered canon? Didn't we talk about that at one point? <sighs> yeah. yeah, we did. And the answer is like sort of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, he is a cannon. He's oh. he's actually just a cannon in, in a sand suit. If the Drake and Kelly aren't able to have children, then how does Cool Torn have children? Are Amazing. they actually his children? I don't um, think so. I don't think he steals them. They, yes, they cannot have children. I don't think they, they are his children. Sharia, have there always been werewolves on Monumi, or is this the result of a result of spoilers? Sebastian Blackfire killing Tonia. Uh, there have always been werewolves on Monumi. In fact, I had a story one time that was going to come into play about a werewolf in Fallen Grove, and he was kind of they're being harbored there because there they can I sort started. of. Wow, we're doing that again here. Wow, that, that's happening again. 
Really? Okay, wow. that's good. I'm glad. You just admit I mean, it to the whole world. I mean, I, on YouTube, you know, just just let it out there. <laughs> anyway, you really did. Uh, so the werewolves have there have been werewolves, but their presence is obviously abnormal. Uh, are, so are there star agent? Are ahead. there swearwolves? Star Agent Flair <laughs> says, how did you come up with the idea behind Sebastian Blackfire? Okay, so that's kind of a... <laughs> there were some other were creatures in a Champions episode. There were. Yes, there were. Were-rats. There were. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Alan, Don't rat them out. <laughs> were there? Uh, okay. I love it. Star Agent Flair asked, how did you come up with the idea behind Sebastian Blackfire? I'm not sure. I mean, there's a lot of stuff there. Um, if you mean like big spoilers, obviously, how did I come up with the idea of making him like the f- fifth child of, why are they all so flute? <laughs> oh, no. Oh my goodness. Okay. There it was. You got, your, you got your flute. They, they, the people demanded it. So, okay. You Is a he a were crab? <laughs> chicken, get the chicken. Sebastian. Um, Black. I'm going to answer this question. Like, he, I don't know. I don't know how I came up with the idea. He doesn't. Under the sea. Uh, I I had planned for him to be a big deal, uh, you know, a a key villain component in the series for a long time. Uh, When I decided to make him actually a god, I'm not sure exactly when I came to that realization that, like, that was was the sort of key to making it all fit together. Um... (laughs) It was requested. <laughs> oh my gosh, he does. I'll sing under the sea. Please. Crumtad under the sea. Crumtad, Listen, you're down well, there. Say, You'll never get out of there. Uh, under the sea. The, he really is. The people who listen to this as a podcast. <laughs> They're going to hate us. We're going to hate this. Uh, uh, that's what editing's how, for. <laughs> no, I'm not editing this. No way. <laughs> how did you come up with the idea? So I don't know. There are a lot of inspirations for him, I guess. Uh, mm. I don't know. That was a really scary really, sound. Really. Um, I'd say he's inspired by a lot of different sort of creepy things. Um, his his like sort of evil godlike form, I would say, is. I don't know. I just thought about things that scare me, like things with eight legs. So I gave him eight limbs. I like it. The uh, podcast. Was oh, I love me. that. He when was, he crawled up the wall like that to mm-hmm. go after her when you just thought she was going to get away. I love that. I was having, I mean, you know. That was awesome. Um, Hellboy. I don't know if you've ever read any Hellboy comics, but a lot of the like design of creatures and, and beings down there are just really out there. I would say I was somewhat... Um, inspired by that for that stuff but i don't know i don't know you like powders though right no okay i'm gonna give you these quick these three questions come from me and then myself and then and i and then you does servants hate tomatoes no that's jeremy okay is the shade the orange rick and kelly no uh and i asks this question servants is the best that Uh, is very (laughs) accurate question you ask the answer is yes to you asks, I haven't listened to episode six yet. So. Oh, wow. Okay, Jude. This one comes from Jude. Do you still hate the sound of your own voice? Who? Who? All, any of us. Yes. Yes. Okay. I listened I to, to listen. season 3.5, and every time I 
came on to the voice, I just screeched in real life. Me too. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it but, is. I'd rather um, hear that than my voice. So, Jeffrey, you talk about how much you hate your own voice, but until last night, the only episode of 3.5 that you had listened to was the one that you were in. Oh. Actually, I was in two. Roasted. Thank you. Until episode six. That's, yeah. Two. Right, but two, three, four, and five, you were not. Yeah, on. it was awful too. Oh, well, th- that's, thank you, thank you, Jeffrey. I have oh, to oh. listen to all of our voices a lot, so it was awful, I'm amazing. There it is. Um, <laughs> I had to get over it, uh, hating my voice. Like I had to get to the point where I could deal because I have to edit all this. And my characters are just... awesome, and I love playing them, but I don't like hearing me. Yeah, I understand that. Like I said, I had to get used to it. Uh, there was a question. There was a clarif- clarifying question posted in here: Why the insects with uh, with old Sebastian? Because they're Cause gross. Paul hates spiders. Think of the worst creepy. thing that you'd have to attack. You know what the you, worst scene in a movie insects. is? What that old King Kong movie where oh. that guy gets eaten by the worms and there's bugs everywhere mm. and they're huge. I don't think I've oh, seen that one. That? Mm, I remember that. Yeah. You know, Gollum <clears throat> gets eaten by worms. Remember? Mm-hmm. From the Peter yeah. Jackson one. Do turtle folk exist in Monumi? This isn't really a 3.5 question, but since I already read it, I'll go ahead and portals and not knock that out there. Um, turtles. I don't know. Yes. Maybe it's possible. There are turtles. Anything's possible. I'm going to come back to this one since <clears throat> uh, since it's not 3.5. Uh, this is from the Expelled, which I think is Walker. How long is 3.5 in terms of days and weeks? Wow. Uh, I don't well, it's know. only like six hours, right? <laughs> uh in game uh it picks up when Saul left which is like halfway between the summer solstice like not even halfway like like I don't know a couple weeks after the summer solstice something to that effect so it spans from then all the way up to the autumnal equinox autumnal equinox which is probably something like a couple months I, I can't I don't I don't know off the top of my head but I can tell you I could tell you um a couple months this one's Paul, from can one of my characters be mute that's what Walker mm. said. I don't want to do this. And <laughs> <laughs> Char Char said one of them should be dead. <laughs> Char Char Binks. Uh, why did the gods make a promise not to interfere? It's a good question. That is a good question. The reason that the gods made a promise not to interfere was primarily due to their guilt um, after what happened to all the previous worlds that they had helped create with the Crooked Father. They had created endless worlds and contributed to the destruction of all these beings. And when they saw their quote unquote children of Monumi, they felt like their world would be better without them involving themselves directly. That they would just be like watchful and they would give their blessings, but that they, they had a sort of a sense that they would mess things up. Uh, and so they made a pact to never take away their free will, to never force anything on these people, uh, to just sort of be here for them and to maintain the world and just to let them live there and to have their own world and their own peace and their own joy. And the reason they didn't interfere in the beginning with the War of Light directly, although they did help, was because they felt like they needed to sort of win on their own. It's kind of like when your parents make you you want a new pair of shoes or you want a bike or something, and they're like, well, you've got to save up the money, and then once you've done that, you appreciate it more. You know? Why Why do we have a gif of Thanos in here? I just think of him snapping. Oh, okay. And changing everything. Oh, you posted that. I did. 
Uh, hope that answers your question. Did the Unchained Minions attack all of Monomi or just certain places? Uh, in in this season, they have only they targeted Fawngrove, and it's because of the uh, the autumn equinox. So let me see. Let me see if I can pull out any questions here that are kind of. Here's a good one from Sharia that I I, I kind of want to hear from you all. Um, what do you think that your character will want to do with where they are at the end of season three point five and what they know now? Let's start with Felicia. What do you think Misk is going to want to do with where she's at now and what she knows? Oh, well, I mean, seeing the Shiv, her first question is going to be, where is Miles? Mm -hmm. And if he tells her something negative that he's done to Miles, she's going to be pretty upset. So, I mean, that's that's just the truth. I mean, you hurt somebody's friend and they're going to be upset about it. So... And the Shiv being locked up, she's going to want to know how that happened and all that. And if he says that Miles is dead, that's probably not going to be good for him. But also, <clears throat> she says he know she knows or he knows where she where he is. Who is Miles? That and then um, she's going to probably go after him, figure out where she. I don't know. It's it's hard to just give out like what she's going to do and you don't know when it comes to role play. But, um, I mean, she's not going to be happy if something bad happened to him, which it looks like it. So the miles. Yeah. Okay. So you think that's kind of be going to be her top concern right now? Um, it's going to be more like, okay, I'm going to handle this situation, but also I came here. I mean, she was worried about Saul when she mentioned that to Hjalmar. And then he was like, oh, well, you know, Fallen Grove is this. And then she's like, oh, what, what about Saul? He's there. Like, what's going to happen to him? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. She's She's got a lot of uh, stuff to figure out before she even makes a decision. But it's going to be real bad when she finds I'm out. Sure I understand. Oh, okay. Okay, well, Siri good, thought Siri. you were talking Thank to, you. to I them. totally understand. I don't know. That's <laughs> not Siri. That's but, Australian Siri. Yeah. Yeah. It calls me shrimp on the barbie. Sharia says, but didn't Antonia interfere with <clears throat> Dimvarga? Uh, first of all, to answer that question, Dimvarga is not one of the, quote, children of Manumi. The Drake and Kelly were created to sort of be the bridge between the gods and them as their help. Uh, second of all, Antonia was the queen of loopholes. She was very, very good over her time of doing things that kind of... Uh, didn't break the rules, but almost broke the rules. Um, so that's kind of what she did. That's kind of the way she handled things. And and also, we don't really know exactly what it is that she supposedly did or didn't do to Dimbarga. Um Maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll get to tell that story. <laughs> Jeffrey. Is Misk the only one who's going to answer that original question? No, that's what I'm doing. right. I, I, I just well, saw that. I wanted to address it before I moved on. Jeffrey, why don't you... Just Bright Varga? We have no, not. She hasn't come uh, into play. Uh, Jeffrey. What? What do you think that your character will want to do with where he is at the end of 3.5 and what he knows now? Resurrect guy. What's the resurrect team up guy? With Jim. And Jim? make the ultimate team with Kjorg and, I don't know, some other sh very strong people, especially Servants and Kjorg. And okay. Jim's cool. And Jim. So, so we're gonna, what you're saying is we're going to do a Champions episode and you're going to play both Kjorg and Servants in the same episode. Absolutely. And, and I'm Joseph. play all my characters. And Joseph. <laughs> How terrible would that be? 
That would be awesome. Uh, awesome. That would be something awesome. else. Awful. Awesome. Uh, As an awesome and awful. Alan, knowing what you, what your character now, knowing what he knows and, and where he is at the end of 3.5, what's he going to do? I think Char's going to stay in the hills for a while. And mm-hmm. then uh, whenever he gets bored, just leave and do his own thing. What about Jim? Oh, uh, yeah, he's definitely going to kill Sebastian. Oh, yeah. You think he's pretty upset? Uh, that's an understatement. I mean, we haven't got to see his reaction in the show yet. We have uh, not, but but once Jim learns of it, you know he's gonna he's gonna kill Sebastian. He's not gonna just kill yeah. him though. He's gonna he's gonna torture him first. Yeah, he's gonna wreck him. Oh yeah, I'm gonna wreck him. Pendicaro Char will be in season four. No, no. Uh, how does the Sadly. deal between the Shade and Saul work? Hmm. And since Saul's not dead, does that mean he won the bet or not? No, mm. it is not. The bet was he had to both save his sister, get them, get everybody back out of the hills alive, and stop the Unchained from whatever they're trying to do in Fallen Grove. One of those things he definitely did not do. So he definitely lost that bet. Um, and as far as the deal goes, Shade's going to show up and be like, "All right, I won. Hey up, brother. Tell me where you know. Tell me what's up. Show me what you what you know. Give me all um, your ears." That's right. Which it may not be cost him too much now because it seems like the Dracon Kelly might be stepping back out into the light. <gasps> In the dark of the night, evil will find you. Find you. Will H. If Blackfire's wife was Saul and Misk's mom, Neftalia, how did Misk not realize it when she met her? Hmm. I'm assuming he's referring to back when Misk played for um, him. Yeah, played for Sebastian in his house in her backstory episode. Um, because he was the governor of Brightport and she went there. The answer to that is until that episode in season three, when their memory of their mother came back in Misk's mind, she had no mother. In other words, Paul hadn't planned for this until then. (laughs) (laughs) Truth. It all came together. (laughs) No one knows. I remember so many conversations and it just, oh, it's a crazy story right there. Yeah, there's a lot that went on behind the scenes and a lot of discussions, but I'm not sure when along the way we decided for Saul and Misk's mom to become such an important part of the story. We always knew that she was there, uh, and and Jeremy would be like, but why why isn't she a thing? And I'm like, well, they just don't remember her. Yeah. Because when they transformed and, you know, throughout season three, Saul's memory was fading and stuff, and but some things he clung to very strongly and other things he didn't. Yeah. And for Misk, I'll say these two things. One, apparently, that was the thing that she forgot, which there is a cost to sacrificing and becoming mortal. And that was what it cost her, memory of her mother and some other things. Secondly, it could be part of the reason why she appeared in, in Brightport. In Brightport, where her mommy was crazy, right? Dun, I know. Dun, dun. And that's probably why she showed up there again. I was Alan. joking about Paul really not planning on that, by the way. <laughs> it's there, been planned for five years. Uh, there have been plenty of things that have come later, and we've had to, we've had to plan them retroactively, like a lot of stuff in three point five. My favorite um, plan was when Cervantes came back in season three and surprised everyone. I remember that man. Part. That was awesome. That was awesome. One of my all time favorite moments. Um, Pendakara asked this question, uh, Alan. How do you eat huh? your nerds? Like the the the, the, the little, little rock things. I guess, I guess yeah. Uh, usually, you know, just like that, like, uh, throw my, throw them back, back, you know, like, like mm-hmm. taking a shot. Me too. That's how I do it. 
I do not eat them. I pour them in my hand. You uh, pour them in your hand. I throw them. My hands people. get too sweaty. And no, no. Nerd color hands hand. get weak. Uh, mm. Pasquetti. <laughs> I usually. Are we talking about nerds? Is that what we're talking nerds, about? Nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pour them out of the box into my mouth. No one eats nerds one by one, Pandacaro. Are you kidding? Me? I Actually, usually I like, do sometimes. I crunch them multiple colors and snort them like pixie sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I put a Alan like, like pixie sticks, you know, like everybody do. Yeah, exactly. um, I used to do that. Hudson D Can you please? Can you please? You don't want to send me death sticks. Okay, Hudson D. Can you please? What if Obi Wan actually bought some death sticks? <laughs> oh my goodness! Please let me do this. He'd be Broby Wan. <laughs> Kenobi. Kenobi, you was a dentist. Give him a man. Okay. Can we circle back around? Hudson D asks, can you please release the music notes for your song in season two, episode 12, Secrets of Sylvandale? I'd really like to learn it on the piano. That's why it's called Secrets of Sylvandale. <laughs> I, I, I don't have the notes uh, for that. Do you read notes? He's not good about giving notes. I, I, I don't sight read. I can read read it, but it's I, I, I hate He'll it. He'll give you um, the chords. I, I, I wrote it, I wrote the music and the words, but I didn't write it by hand. I sat down, played it out, uh, recorded that. He wrote it in his mind. I don't know how, uh, that'd be pretty tough. Um, he plays I'm by sorry, ear. but if you would like to try and learn it, help yourself. and then I'll write send, you a note. Record a video of your hands out. playing it. I don't think that would help. It would, though. I don't think that would help. Um, I'm really glad that you like the song. Um, Wait, could I'm sorry you that it, I don't have the notes for you. Have you ever seen those games where you have to follow the lights on the keyboard? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I have no idea how to do that. Jeffrey asked this out. question. <laughs> do you think Sir Vance had the best character arc in season 3.5? No. Felicia? Did I ask that question? Who it Sir says Vance? that you did, but it almost certainly wasn't you. It was long I before you listened to this. I haven't submitted any questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. People are yeah, people are putting, on you, putting you on blast. Uh, Alan, do you think that Sir Vance had the best arc in season three point five? Uh, I one hundred percent. There were so many did. arcs. Uh, of don't, course, you do. Personally, I don't. I don't really know. It, it didn't feel like there were really any full on arcs. I don't think you know? that any of the season. I mean, three. Well, well, maybe PBJ. I don't remember Noah being in it at all. I don't think that Vance, Misk, and Saul had an arc. In this no, three point five, no, all they had, all had a was tie the, up. It was the conclusion set up of their next arc. Actually, right. Brackle uh, had the best arc. Brackle, so <laughs> no, PB and J had the arc. JoJo, also known as Poco Loco Forever, submitted Poco uh, Loco. a JoJo Mama, of, a stack of index oh! cards, like like ten inches uh, deep with questions. So I'm gonna try and get to some of these that are three point oh, five wow. centric. That's a lot. Let's see. Um, did the Crooked Father create Blackfire before or after he was chained? Before. Mm-hmm. And after. Has Sebastian <laughs> been in Monumi since he was created? Or was he ever in the Nine Hills? Yes. He was in the Nine Hills. Forsaken Circle. The Forsaken Circle, which when they're in the Hells, they're like, as long as we remember, there's been nothing there. There was a time when he was there as the God, the Lord of the Hells. He created the Hells. With help, with the help of the Crooked Father, um, and he was their god. But it, you know, how time moves differently down there. So sometimes it goes more f- quickly, and sometimes it goes more slowly. And the fact of the matter is, there's no telling just how many eons have already passed in the hills compared to what's going on on Monumi. 
But the fact is that however long it's been, and we also don't know how long the hells existed before Monumi was even created, but I can tell you, it was a long time. Six years. At least six. Anyway, um, during that time, he was their god. He created them. There would have been a time when they worshipped him. That map that they used as the sort of checklist there in the Blade Blade of Stone, Stone. uh, that is a relic of a time when Blackfire was the god of the hells. And he bore the emblem of his father. Amazing. That's amazing. It bore the emblem of Joe. When God didn't return Joe after the resurrection Joe spell. Joe crooked father. <laughs> my gosh. When God did not return after the resurrection spell, the shade offered his help to Vance without any sort of payment or favor from Vance. Is this because he's actually become Vance's friend? Or does he have some sort of ulterior motive? He's actually a guy. We're besties. Well, he's kind of shady. Ooh. Oh! I, I, I'm sorry, Polar. I was supposed to say that. Honey Badger says, why is Blackfire? <laughs> oh, that's Everyone cool. always um, asks, who is Blackfire? But nobody asks, how why? is Blackfire? <laughs> how, how is, is he? he? <laughs> not great. He's, he's had a not. rough... He's, he's doing better. Uh, <laughs> Vance, what do you think? Do you think the Shade has some ulterior motive, or do you think he just Vance likes Vance? Vance doesn't care. But he might think he likes him at this point. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably not originally. Yeah, I think that the the shade is definitely a self serving type. Yeah, and he's interested in what benefits him. I certainly think that, mm. but I don't think that he's incapable of of any of goodness. Well, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think. <laughs> hold up, I don't think that that that's what we're looking at. But I think that he, you know, maybe he is. He has a sees a kindred spirit in Vance. Rose. He is definitely going to try and get something out of this. Oh, totally. Why was Demvarga invent? Okay, this is not season three centric, so three one five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait on that. Is Talia being promised that she can return home to the Nine Hills no. if she helps the Unchained, or no. is she just evil now? Evil. She's evil. You know, it's unclear exactly what her motivations are, but I, I want to address. She's this. been tricked. Hell it's a trap. She, maybe she's been tricked. No. There's another question it's here. Like in season two, when the mayor brainwashed. The woman. Could be. I mean, we definitely see that she has one of those same pendants. But she also thought that he loved her. And I think she wants the Lazarus Pits. Love, love can Yeah, I think you're right. She definitely does. Um, Somewhere in here, this is said, and it's funny, my dad said this to me too. Basically, the only gist that that we had received previously about her was that she was generally a a good person. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that? Because she was good to her children. Okay. She loved her that babies. was it. That's she all did, we saw of her. She did but try she to married, rescue people in the fire. She married. She married. You gotta keep up um, good appearances, bro. She tried what's to rescue name? people Sir from Astis, the fire. Yeah. yeah, whenever the thing was burning down. She did try to do that. Remember? Alan's talking about the Dark Knight Rises. No, no, really. No, like, it really happened. Yeah, in the, like I'm the first just looking for episode. the Talia connection here. I'm oh, just looking. Okay. For, you're right. <laughs> yes, she did do that. Um, you're right. Find the it's Lazarus <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't just. You can't just. You can't. <laughs> well, y- you anyway. asked for it literally. Thank you. Yeah, she married two jerks. <laughs> uh, She's good at it. She was a queen, a queen of hell. She was a queen of the burning circle. She was married to Serastus, as far as and we know Rash by choice. Is one of uh, them. So maybe she is um stupid. Maybe she, she's evil. She is stupid. Uh or maybe she's being controlled. Nope. 
garbage. But I think that that at this point, I'm not going to say that she's purely evil. She obviously loves her kids, but I mean. It's going to be very interesting if she ever is in contact with her children, like what that will do. Because, I mean, you've had these, remember, like when we, rem- well, when Misk and Saul remembered their mom, they were like changed at that moment. It was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And there were so many emotions. So it's going to be curious to see what happens to her. Why is Sharia? Why are you putting me she's, on blast, Sharia? Because she's evil. Sharia, she's also evil. Why are you putting me on blast? Take everything I say with a grain of salt. I will not lie. To- um, let me roll that back. Yeah. Um, have I, I ever lied to people on here directly? I think you did. Yes. You always yeah. lie. That one time. That's all that you do. I think of a time about um, um you know, when you were like Gretchen ain't nothing. I never said Gretchen is not. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gretchen is definitely not a drink on Kelly. You told me to my face. You You told me to my face. I said, Paul, I think that it's Gretchen who is a Drake on Kelly. And you're like, why would you think that? She's just (laughs) right. I was like, okay, it's not her then. Then I was like, in which part of that did I say Gretchen is not one of the Drake on Kelly? Right then. (laughs) Did I tell you that? uh, Did I look at you and say, What's his name? Durvos Frostbeard was not the Drake and That Kelly. was also a guess of mine. And did I just, did I tell you the truth? No. Yes, I did, because he's not. You didn't tell me anything. Anyhow, uh, is Minnie alive? That's a good question. What did Talia summon to fight Rivora and Colmos? It was a Baylor demon. What? 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 How do I know oh, that? Those are bad. Yes, it was a, it was a big bad Balrog. Why didn't we see those in the house? Um, just the because they're in the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> and where are Rivora and Colmas now? Oh, you well, fools. We're, we're not going to know that answer. Why didn't Gandalf help? He wasn't around. Why what didn't Dinvarga come back as Dinvarga? There are the many Grey? other questions here. Okay, here this one's pretty relevant <laughs> to three point five. Now that the heart of the Crooked Father has been cracked, does mm. that mean that it is no longer powerful or just weakened for the moment? Um, That's a good question. I think it's growing back. What do you think? What do you think, Alan? If they spackle it, it'll be good as new. Okay. Alan, what do you think? Super glue. Uh, I think Put it's... some JB Weld on that bad boy. Yeah, exactly. I think there's Fuck. probably going to be some ritual, like they, <laughs> like they fill it full of some, some caulk cut or spackle to, it. Cut to season five. Sebastian Blackfire <laughs> in his basement... <laughs> Okay, I almost he's got, got it. Uh, well, he's he's mixing up the JB weld. Would he's taking a Q-tip. <laughs> he's just he's he's like I, I think I got too much of no, the left like solution, him. not the Talia, got too I much know. of the right solution and not the left solution. Uh, oh, is Sebastian yeah. Blackfire Russian? He's he has a he's somewhat of a, a Russian. That's kind of what I was going for. A somewhat I like Russian, it, honey. Like a dark Russian please, accent. Would you please ask another <laughs> question? Um, <laughs> what? Wait, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> are y'all talking <laughs> about? They're talking about Dwarvos Frostbeard. You, oh, I almost um almost said something stupid just now. <laughs> what? Thankfully, Spoilers. I pulled it back. I'm glad. Good job. Um, Tell keep me. it together. He needs flex tape. <laughs> I just watched a video on flex tape. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. <laughs> Is it because the heart is cracked that the Crooked Father hasn't broken out yet? It could be connected. Who knows? I'll say this. There's probably going to be some clearer answers of exactly how that affects things later, and when it will be relevant. the whole show is over. The Can we kill him? The fact that they cracked the heart is no, but it did fix a thing. 
Um, which god created the places that move around Manumi? Huh. What? Talking about the, the, the different places that, that are, I said, are never in the same place. Like the um, the temple that Kjorg oh. and them went into. And the Mirage Ziggurat. Island. The secret mm-hmm. six. Oh, you're talking guy. about Flea Land. All of them. Uh, they they all had a hand in it. Mm. Um, some, you know, one may have had more of a hand in this one or that one, but they all had a hand. But in why it. did they make them? How many of them were there? How many of them are there? Sorry, there are four. I think um, that's off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure there are four. So is that four for the gods? So there's probably one more secret place. How does the shade use magic? Is he like a wizard, warlock, sorcerer, or something else? Mm. Um, I would say. Something else, but he's closest to a, you know, a, a sorcerer's magic is innate, and his is like that. Um, so it's it's most like a sorcerer. Did anything happen to Atonia after she died? Is she in the astral plane, the void, or nowhere? Is the void well, nowhere? She was. Uh, it's unclear. As far as as we know, she's gone. She's nowhere. She's not in the astral plane. She is truly gone. Is there a difference Why? between the void and nowhere? Not really, no. I mean, I, I guess that that's the same thing. I think the Shade is a warlock, and he made a pact with himself. I mean, that, that's also possible. Well, you know. not Infinite power. This one says it's not from E54. I'm thinking maybe that means it is from 354, but that's not really a, a 3.5 question, so I'll save that one. I'll save that one. Uh, it says from your friend and not E54. Uh, we answered uh, what happened to Minnie. Did she survive? The answer was, that's a good question. Have druids lost their power? This is from Madeline D. Have druids Good lost question. their power now that Atonia is dead? Hopefully. She also said, I've had this question since the last Q&A when it was confirmed that she was dead. I don't remember confirming that, but she's definitely dead now. She did. Did all Have the druids, druids lost die? Their power? No, all the druids did not die. But they lost their power, hopefully. Did they lose druids. their power? Uh, you hate druids? Uh, I don't really hate them. How can they go after the... Uh, Helmer's place, whatever that city's called, without whenever they don't have the, the power. You're right. That's a good question. The answer is no, they have not lost their power. But there have been some side effects, and things are different. Um, because they draw their power, they don't draw their power directly from Otonia, they draw their power from nature. And the question is. How is quote, is nature going to be affected now that Atonia is gone? Because she is the god of nature, the god of the forests, the god of the trees and the grass and the green living things of the world, and the as yes. as well as a lot of the fauna. I mean, she's they are deeply connected to her, and their lo- her loss is going to affect them more than anyone. You said before that Misk, Vance, and Saul have already had their time to shine, and that they wouldn't have as much as time uh, as much time in the story in the future. But it seems as though they have still have a lot to do. Saul is a main character, so we'll probably see more of him. And I assume that they, by saying that, she just means he is one of the sort of chosen by by Paylor. Um, do you have any plans for more stories with Misk and Vance? Or will we just hear about them from some others' perspectives and stories? Here's the answer to that. Uh, Saul is not now going to be in more focus than Misk and Vance. He is on the same page as them. Um, will we see what's going to happen with them? Yes, you will. No. Absolutely. You won't Only just hear servants. about it from someone else's perspective. You will be seeing these characters again. Um, okay. GTSP. Hmm. Greg, I think. Is that right? I don't remember. GTSP yes. listening? No, I haven't seen it. Are you out there? Yet. What about... Uh, what about? Um, if you're here, uh, GTSP, say Aki. Looks like no. 
That means Blink. present in Spanish. Blink twice. Looks like looks like they're not. He's not here. Uh, it's okay. Hola, cómo está? <laughs> did Flicker be? Uh, Senor did, Greg. <laughs> did Flicker become a cat because he had to take a form of a native Monumi? Devil's flesh has changed when they enter into the physical plane, but they still resemble devil-like beings. Does that imply tieflings are native to Monumi in some regard? Otherwise, wouldn't Saul and Misk have become humans? Or is it because Blackfire is the god of the nine hills, and so somehow devils still retain a semblance of their form after traveling to the natural plane? Wow. He became a cat because I thought it would be cool if he was a cat. Yeah, but guess what? I thought I that was dumb because I don't him. like cats. You had to remind me that he there. was there. I said... Don't forget about Flicker, and he's like, "Oh no!" But I had already, and then he planned, figured out. I had already planned to make him something like that. I decided in the moment to go with cat instead of some other things I had considered. One of which was a squirrel. Should have been a pug uh, because I Felicia loves. I went with a cat. Uh, what about a potato? Be- okay. Because you know, some t- sometimes the tomato. You know, cats they're they got those eyes, and they you know <laughs> there could be there could be a demon in there. Wow. wow. They cat. both did the same GIF at the same time. Wow. That was the same GIF at the same time. Wow. I can hear you know, it. It's, it's a GIF. Okay. That was amazing. Um, it's a GIF, not a GIF. Which, which oh, God has dominion over the moon? This is also from GTSP. Which God has the dominion over the moon? Paylor's the God of the sun. So does one of the other gods claim the moon. Uh, Jeffrey, do you know Dervetter. which God? Thank you. It is Dervetter. Dervetter is the God of guessed. the moon. Well, you Wait, nailed it. I'm a good there, guesser, Anna. There's a moon? There is. Will there be problems with the dwarves, especially, specifically clerics and paladins of Dervetter, because he was the husband of Atonia? This is from Griffin Cochran, and I hope I said that right. The answer is, I don't think so. I think Can that I the dwarves... Can I play dwarf in season four? Um, yes. Unfortunately, you can't. I'll play Kjorg. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought... said she'd play Kjorg. I thought Jim was married to Atonia. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're now a widower. Uh, I've been playing uh, that. Diff- Maybe he won't go kill Blackfire. Maybe he'll kill Dervetter. <laughs> oh. oh. No, he won't. Um, the, I don't think it's going to affect the dwarves, like their abilities as much or anything like that, but there will probably be some connective um, fibers between the story of Atonia being gone and, and what's going on. Because in season four, we're going to Dimmerhold. Baby. Baby. What about, I heard of her. What about the uh, Entwives? Nope, they're yeah, still what missing. About them? They're still missing. Where it's was tragic. Gundor when the West fell? <laughs> <laughs> when the West fold. Fold. Fell. When the West uh, folded. When it folded. <laughs> how did Pauline's from Shreya? How did Pauline become a paladin? And what motivated her to pursue that path? The answer Pauline's to this question. Pauline's going to join the gym advance party. Whoop whoop. Oh, oh, that's cool. Jeffrey, why do you think Pauline became a paladin? Because Servants is awesome and she knew it, so she wanted to be like him. I, I think Maybe that's she, that's a part of it. Because she liked him. Uh, I think Obviously. that is definitely that's definitely a part of it. Is her Obviously. her looking up to Vance and seeing how he grew because of that. Um, because he's such a cool guy and all. Yeah, she definitely uh, had a lot of respect for him. Uh, the other part is that Pauline actually grew up in a home that was very you know religious. They were very. Uh, tied in with faith in Paylor. And so it was kind of the natural step for her when her life took such a shift after Vance and God disappeared. Um, so that's sort of how that went down. And she trained there and she's still pretty, pretty early on in doing that. Um, let's see. Hudson D. They had asks, a few questions about that in the Q and a central chat. Oh yeah. Mr. Shadow and Chaz. Okay. Uh, but she loved guy, right? 
Yes. Well, you know what? Um, Love, I don't know. They were definitely playing that sort of back and forth game. Guy was definitely crazy about her. And I think that she did care for him, but it was just kind of like, I don't know. She's kind of playing Brother that game. Brother in Christ zoned. <laughs> he didn't lift. <laughs> he didn't lift enough metal chairs. Oh yes. no! She That's was like, oh, no. Nope. She was like, but Vance can lift eight chairs. <laughs> um, no, she she liked um, Guy, and I think that you know, once he was gone, and she kind of realized what she had done. Not even, like before he like disappeared when he was just gone away from her. I think she kind of realized, you know what? What am I doing? You know, maybe she had started to feel that way toward Guy. We'll see. Maybe if he gets to come back, we'll see what happens there. Was there another question? I thought it was because yeah. she was trying to find him after he Vance. Yeah, she. It was like that was that was it. It was the natural next step. Like when they went missing, and she felt like she needed to do something. Her for her natural step was to go deeper into her faith to become a paladin and to start actually, you know, being a part of that. Jeffrey, he's leaving. Are you on the move? <laughs> oh no. Okay. All right. Hudson uh, asks this. Did you always have planned that the woman that Jim sold the black goop to would be Venrea? Hudson, I'm glad you asked that question. You plan? (laughs) I made uh, Gretchen up on the spot. I made Gretchen up on the spot in the Shop Till You Drop episode of season one. And when I did, she was just a shopkeeper. She's just like a weird shopkeeper. And then that conversation went to weird places. And in the moment, I was like, I took it in the next step and was like, she was asking Jim to part with a part of his soul uh, and all of that good stuff. Crazy stuff. Then uh, I thought, what's going to be the deal with this person? And while we were playing, I wrote down like, oh, my goodness, is she a Drake on Kelly? And the moment I wrote that down, I pictured her as the the green, the sly, like I, you know, because I knew there were going to be more out there. And so the moment I created her was the moment I decided to make her Venrea. Do the voice, Chaz says. I refuse to do the voice live. (laughs) (laughs) Question. Is is she Fetch? No. Stop trying to make Fetch a thing. Does she have all the secrets in her hair? Sharia says, Is there any significance to the symbols on the D20 on the back of the MBH logo? My my microphone's like falling. Do you need me to fix it? Uh, Yes, there is some significance to that. And the emblems on the logo are, I'm just going off the top of my head, there's like a book with a symbol of Paylor, there's a sword, a shield, and a bow. I made those in reference to the characters of season one at the time. Um, the book was supposed to be like Lorik, you know, the bow was Kellen, the sword and shield was Vance and Jim, Jim and Lark were sort of both tied up in the book. Um, that was well. kind of we, we did it, you know, and the other is just, you know, like I was working on that before we got deep into this, into the show or we got deep into the season or anything like that. And, uh, a lot of it was still just falling. My microphone is slowly sinking. I think it, maybe it's gonna, it's gonna cap out like right here and we'll be fine. Um, so there's not any great significance to it. It was just that mostly. Um, someone else asked that same question. It was weird. We got, we got that question twice this turn. Uh, Steven asks, what is the motivation for Fallen Grove to attack Brightport? Blackfire is not there. It's not really the fault of the citizens in Brightport. So I don't get it. Are the Grovers corrupted? Also, Ravora is dead, right? So I answered that Ravora is not dead. Um, why? Well, 
I mentioned earlier that uh, Atonia disappearing, uh, and by disappearing I mean dying, was going to affect the <clears throat> the druids and the rangers and their magic and their lives. Uh, that's tied to it. The other is that when people go through something terrible, and this is something that has been a that I don't know. Um, there's a question later with Trackpad. Uh, shout out to Trackpad. Um, he asks about like themes that we spot through the show and and stuff. And one, Trackpad's the best. Yes, uh, one of the one of the themes of that that comes up a lot in MBH, and it wasn't really something I had intended originally, but this is kind of the way things have gone. Is is how people deal with grief and how people deal with like difficult situations in their lives and how they react. Um, I mean, you can see that with Vance at the end of season one. Uh, you can see it with Saul in season three when he is suddenly faced with the fact that his mother is gone and, and he, he felt like a betrayal from Misk. And you see the Misk when she sees how that uh, um, Saul reacts to that. You know, you see it in Jim when he's sort of faced with the realization of all the things that he did after making that pact. Uh, you never see anything from Char that remotely exemplifies emotion, <laughs> uh, but you know, in a way that is also that's kind of Char's whole thing. Though is this is how he has reacted to living a long time and coming to the realization that nothing matters. Uh, and with the Grovers, it's that again. They didn't just lose Petonia; they lost everything. Fallen Grove is dead. They're either going to have to learn to live in. Inhospitable, uh, an inhospitable environment, no food, no, no, nothing forever or leave. And their God is gone. Their power is weakened. And a lot of people died. (laughs) When are you going to incorporate Super Grover? So they have sort of in reaction to that, they, they're, they're, they feel helpless and they are marching on Brightport and, they're saying someone has to answer. And the people that are doing it, it's not everyone. It's a group of angry people, a group of angry, uh, you know, sort of vengeful. uh, God, Jeffrey, please, please. Um, You know, they just want to lash out at someone. And and also there's the hot feet there. And they're like, (laughs) some of these people supported him and they've harbored him. They had to have known. And and we're going to root out this. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to take some revenge. It was Agatha uh, all along. Gosh, uh, I hate, I hate recording. <laughs> the, I hate, no, I so you, you said, it. you said that grief has been a serious theme of MBH. And I definitely see that, mm-hmm. but what is grief, but love oh, persevering? No. So would oh, you say no. that it's actually about love? Yes. And love hate grief. It's all. It's often been said that gr- grieving uh, can only come because of love. Like, like grief is a reaction to love, lost or hurting love. Uh, you know, losing people that you love. Oh Me when Paul says he's never lied to. Me. It's great air uh, to all of our podcast listeners. Uh, for three dollars, you can become a patron and, and check out these live Q and As and see our reactions to all these terrible things coming at us live. Um, so I hope that answers your question, Stephen. The answer is people do things sometimes that they would never do if they were thinking rationally. Um, <clears throat> and it's easy to get a sort of mob mentality about those things, too. 
Do you mean epistemic rationality or instrumental rationality? I'm thinking probably the latter, but I think the former informs Alan, the latter. Alan, we, we don't have Tom. We don't have Tom. We do not have The Great Potate asks, first of all, that's a great name. It is. When grappled, are you guys saying strength v. strength or roll a strength v. strength? I'll always hear the second. <laughs> strength v. strength is the answer to that. Uh, we had another one from JoJo, also known as Poco Loco Forever. Is the hooded halfling, is the hooded halfling girl that led Misk and Helmer to the underground house in Brightport? Is that jelly? Uh, that's a very good question. Mr. Shadow, who is the shade? Also, when is the orange Drake and Kelly going to come and join the cast? AKA, when is Pale going to let it out of his basement? I can show y'all Paul's basement. <laughs> oh, there's no dragon in my basement, guys. There's can no I orange take them dragon. on a tour? No. Mr. Come Shadow, on. just make it happen. <laughs> no. I'm going to, next time I visit, I want to bring an orange dragon plushie and take a picture of it in your basement. I That's can it. literally show you all the basement, and it's scary. Trackpad's here, guys. Welcome, Trackpad. We just sort of answered one of your questions. Uh, there it he, is. He asked the question in the YouTube chat. Oh, he did? Yeah. Uh, he said, whose quote is that, Alan? Heard that recently. That was from, uh, that was Vision. Division. Yeah, it was from WandaVision. I'm, I'm not that philosophical, but I was hoping Jeffrey. I could pass for it. Jeffrey is smoking a... <laughs> Jeffrey, okay, we're going to move on. Is there a reason Atonia was killed, or was it just the autumn equinox and she happened to be the god for that time of year? Uh, the reason is because they want to kill all the gods, oh. and it was that time of year, and that's from Char Char Binks. Uh, it was approaching the autumn equinox, and I'll say this, and then, and then move on quickly because we're never going to make it through these questions in a decent amount of time. Um, season 2... The Unchained targeted Paylor, and they targeted him by trying to kill the Solaran sisters as a sacrifice underneath the Temple of Paylor as the sun set on the day of the summer solstice, which was a moment of the weakening of Paylor. The Ottoman Equinox and the summer solstice, they're the most powerful days of those gods throughout the year. <clears throat> what, Jeffrey, what is, what is happening? Are you, you going to be okay? What's happening? He can't. He just can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh track track gone. <laughs> he was here so quick and then he was gone as like a vapor uh anyway oh. what i was saying was um only a miss with away. the autumn equinox by having blackfire show up this is i'm sorry water. i know i'm sorry okay i was just practicing the flute that whole time you were talking on mute but i just realized <laughs> you recorded it <laughs> it was being recorded <laughs> I'm going to have to cut all that out. Oh, no. All of it. <laughs> you doofus. Wow. You doofus. Wow, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Blackfire was so powerful, and because of Atonia being weakened after making, after breaking their pact, uh, he was able to just slay her. So, Drew, what has happened so far? I haven't listened yet. Drew, are hmm. you listening to this right now? It says you're, oh, it says you're maybe on Do Not Disturb. Maybe you're not here. Drew, I hope you're not listening to all these spoilers without having listened to the podcast. Um, okay. I got a couple questions from my sister. I want to read them off real quick. Uh, why, from Hannah Bard. She says, why are you the worst? <laughs> also, why do you hate happiness? Uh, and then the last thing she just says is why. Those are good questions. All very Your good dad questions. thinks that too. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, there, here's the God's honest truth. 
Uh, Which one? Because one of them's dead. When it comes to this podcast, many decisions will be determined by the rolling of the dice. I mean, that's that's the only reason things turned out the way they did at the end of season one. Same thing with the end of season two and and season three. Like it's just it's chance. Um, three point five is different. Three point five was not happening in real time. It was a flashback. When Saul chose to go to the hills, he locked into place a certain a certain set of events that would take place because of his absence. You know, kind of like uh, kind of like it's a wonderful life when he gets to go back and see what the world would have been like without him. And but in other seasons, it's it's fate. That being said, when it comes to storytelling, there's no there's got to be some down times, some low times, some some losses in order for the wins to pay off. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's um it's like yeah. that Can you thing. Explain it to me like I'm five. You never know. Spider-Man. You've been high till you're feeling low. Alan, come on, Alan. I think about the movie Spider Man Two, um, which is one of my all time favorite superhero movies. And like that's the one where he is full of doubt the whole time. He's like losing his powers for no other reason than the fact that he just he's low. Nothing is going well in his life, and everything seems to be falling apart. And it takes him to his lowest point before it builds him back up in the end. And the payoff was so great, guys. I'm not going to play the ocarina. If Jeffrey puts his flute down, I'll play the ocarina at the end of the live Q and A. I was trying to remember the John Cena thing. Also, Spider-Man 3 is the best because Bully oh McGuire. Yeah. Um, you gotta get you've gotta be brought low before you can be brought high once again. Um, is Blackfire's God form made Ankle of the same band. black stuff bliss as the goo beast that Man. wrecked the canopy Ankle in season band. one? Or is that not something we know yet? This is from Trackpad. Uh it's started. It's not something that we know yet. He he did it again, Felicia. Yeah, I got you. It's not something that we know yet, but uh, I will say this: no, uh, like it's not. Uh, that is him manifesting himself in that form. It's not like a just like a power that he's using. Um, okay, l- let me let me jump around a little bit. Fabulous Dalek asks: Is there another being greater than or equal to the Crooked Father, who's the true higher source of good in Monumi, either someone as old or older? Uh, not that we know of. Char. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record here and say no, no, there's not. So that's that, it. Ra- that raises a lot of questions, doesn't it? But it also gives a very clear answer. The crooked father is right. <laughs> Did Sebastian Blackfire create the nine hells, and were the other planes created by individual gods rather than the group? Um. Sebastian Blackfire did create the Nine Hills. The other question I'm not sure about when you say the other planes. Do you mean like the astral plane um, and the natural plane? The other gods, the four of them together, made those two planes. So I thought he was asking about like the Boeing 747, the B-52. If the Drake and Kelly can't procreate, how are their dragonborn and where do they come from? The dragonborn were created by the gods. They were not created... In the very beginning, they were created in collaboration with the Dracon Kelly. Essentially, the Dracon Kelly went to the gods and said, you know, with the end of the War of Light and things coming down to an end, they wanted them to 
um, create this race that would help be their sort of watchers and the defenders of the world and all that stuff. That's why a lot of times you see Drake and Kelly, or I'm sorry, you see Dragonborn serving in like the Protectors Guild and things like that. They have an, a natural inclination to want to protect people and to help people. Or being pirates. Or being and pirates. Because awesome. mm. they can do anything they want. <laughs> Shouldn't they be gods? They don't then? do anything. Casey, you've been really good at tying in characters from the past. Thank you, Casey. Yeah. Are we going to get more Saul and or Misk and or Miles content, or I'm hoping in vain? You're not hoping in vain. We are going to get that stuff. Just hold on tight. Another question from Jude. Why do all the names start with a C? Do you think that do you think you're recording? Do you think recording your sessions and listening back makes you a better DM? Okay, that's two different questions. Why do all the names start with a C? It did just did. I don't know. It's just something I was doing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. The first one, I named the first episode, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make them all start with a C, and I did that. Oh, He's Season 3.5. I was yeah, like, I was like, what mm-hmm. names? Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, do you think recording your sessions and listening back makes you a better DM? Yes, because it's easy for me to go, wow, that could have been done so much better. Or, wow, that worked really well. And I should have, you know, I'm really glad it went this way. And, and it helps you sort of reflect. And, you know, just like anything does in that sort of way. When you record with fans, is it far enough back that they get spoilers or hints? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. In fact, we may have a Champions session that's already been recorded that has some spoilers in it. Wait, do I know? I don't know, do you? Who was I it? Know. I, I know. I know. I know. Susie asks, what happens to Colmos and Rivora? That's a good question, Susie. Uh, please stick around. You'll find out. Casey Bingham. Uh, I'm assuming this is the same Casey because the Casey part is spelled the exact same and it's a little different. Why is Saul and Misk's mom working with the Unchained? She didn't seem like someone who'd want to want the crooked father to be freed. Um, we talked a little bit about that. You know, you think you know someone. Chaz, what were all the names and colors of the Drake and Kelly again? <laughs> I'm not answering that, Chaz. We have, oh, you can check out the NBH wiki if you want. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, the, yeah, do that. The MBH wiki will include any information uh, hey, Emily, that has been you're released. Awesome. Emily, you're hey, at work. Emily. Thanks for it's tuning great in. For the rest of work. Thank you. It's gonna be the best. Um there are ten you of have them. Inspiration. You can check out the wiki. I will tell you what, I'll, I'll post I can post a link uh on our social meds, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, if you want to check that out. Um if you're interested in looking at the wiki that's being run and created by Fans and patrons, uh, I'll post that. You can probably find those things out on there. There are 10. I'll just name them off for you real quick. There's the Black Dragon, White, uh, the Blue Dragon, the Red Dragon, and um, the Green Dragon. Those are the five, you know, the chromatic. And then there's the five metallic, silver, gold, uh, copper, brass, and bronze. Who's the White Dragon? His name is um, Kilmont the Unforgiving. And why is he the best? I don't know. Because well, he's the white dragon. He's and white he's, dragons are the coolest dragons. He has ice They powers. are very cool dragons. Because and they're ice is cool. <laughs> You're, the circular logic there was was really something. Uh, there was actually there was, the orange is the best, but then the, the orange lot. doesn't the orange doesn't exist. I thought we had a cowbell. No, but the white dragon was mentioned specifically in three point five, and it was said that he has gone mad. Oh, that makes him even more cool. Yeah. Chaz also asked if I planned out every episode with a C. It wasn't a fun coincidence, Chaz. Uh, 
was the recording pro what was the recording process like for the players in 3.5 uh, how much uh, did you know of what was of going it. on around the segment you recorded? Well, Alan, how much Paul, did you know about what was going on around the second that you were the segments you recorded? Literally, Paul texted me and said, "Get on Skype," and I was like, "Okay." And then after <laughs> I did that, I was like, "Who am I?" And he was like, "Oh, this time you're Brackle." I'm like, "Okay." And then we recorded, and then we were like, "Oh wait, that doesn't actually work. Let's take it again." And then <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I mean, you just told me, Alan. You just you just told me. Well, you made it work. We didn't have to do I'm it just again. Kidding. You're right. I'm just. <laughs> well, it worked. I know and that when I recorded, I couldn't say autumnal equinox. True. I could not say that at all. So we took it out. My sister Hannah, um, not to just totally cut you off. My sister Hannah, who does the voice of Neftalia, she had to say, "What did you have to say?" Oh, that's who that was. Said something, but. Yeah, my my husband or or uh, Sebastian is anything but rash, and when she was but saying rash, it, she kept saying butt rash. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't get wow. it. She couldn't but say rash. it. But she rash. Ever, she, we had to do that line like eighteen times because she could not laugh. Anything but rash. And she said that her laughing and like the hysterical laugh during mm-hmm. episode six. She mm-hmm. said at first I was just like ha ha ha, you know. But as I kept like fake laughing, I started getting tickled. And she said uh-huh. so that laugh was really. Me it was laughing. a true laugh, yeah. I, I took some of what she did and kind of stuck it together and made it sound weird. Um, butt rash. I'm pretty sure we had to say, my husband is anything but, and then stop, and then she just had to go back and rash. say rash. And I'm pretty she sure she said that together. about Serastis. You uh, MBH fans can look it up, but I'm pretty sure Neftalia said that about Serastis. She thinks that she that he I did. I feel like I've heard that before. I think she's crazy. Y'all can prove me wrong. But we'll see. I don't, it could be. I honestly don't know. Um, what was the recording process like? That was the question. Uh, it's probably pretty similar for you, Jeffrey, wasn't it? You didn't really know what was going on. Right. nothing. Paul accidentally let me hear a little something, and then he just looked at me. But I didn't understand what was going on. Um, I didn't yeah, have were, no idea. They're pretty in the dark, and it's the same for PB&J. You know, I, I, I gave them all the information that they needed for the scenes. Uh, Zach and I talked long before we recorded about Phil. Um and I presented, the, I presented the idea to him um, about Phil, and he was fully on board, 100%. He thought it was a, a sort of a very fitting way of, uh, of ending his character and something that his character as the oldest of the three would do. Uh, and he was sad, very sad recording that scene, but, um, but there you rash. go. But rash. How did you keep the balance between the story and the freedom of the players? I'm assuming you're asking Chaz specifically about season 3.5. It's different. There was no balance. It's different in 3.5. It's like I said, um, you know, I went to each of the characters and was like, hey, listen, you know, we're going to do this. And then we would just either role play the scene out or if there was something like with in Phil's case or in other places where I was like, this is what I want to do with this character. What do you think? We would talk about it, um, but it was not the usual. Well, let's roll the dice and see how things go. It was, we're writing this together, and let's see what happens. Um, and then he, he asks, is that something you talk about offline, or was it something you discussed in your session zero, Chaz asking. We we never really did a session zero uh, in the in the traditional sense, but we, talked, we talk about our characters all the time. Uh, there have been plenty of times where we've just sat around and talked about our characters um, with all the players. Um, Alan... 
I mean, how many? How long did we sit and talk that one night about about Char in the middle of season three? Some say we're still back there talking. And Jim, how many conversations did we have about Jim? Lots of Marco Polos. I mean, I almost upgraded to premium over Jim. <laughs> uh, we like to we talk a lot about our characters outside. I I want players to have full freedom, like. Felicia, and there's been a lot of crazy things that have happened because of just random statements from players. Like Felicia made a statement as Misk in season two at I some told point. Saul, I said, whatever, you know, our father says to us, don't believe him. Don't believe him. And I was just saying it, just role playing. Yeah. You know I mean? And then, and I went to her, I was like, what did you mean by that? And she was like, I don't really know. It just kind of felt like, she's like, I was just kind of thinking, you know, and it, and it felt right. And then we started talking about it and then it grew into, into that whole story. Yeah. Into, and then I was the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, it grew into Misk's dark side that we hadn't ever really got to see. Cause we kind of got to see it from Saul in season two, but we never really got to see it from Misk. So, um, same with Lorik when he, <laughs> I was listening back to season one. Oh my goodness. And the, that terrible episode <laughs> or half of terrible, um, the one, where Charlie sacrifices himself to help them escape. And then Vance and everyone is talking to Lorik about how you can't use a spell on your friends after Vance used a spell on him to teach him a lesson. And then he says, my dad cast spells on me all the time. And we all just got quiet. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we were like, man, it's messed up. And that's just Lorik made that up right there on the fly. And we, it, it became... It became about every, just about everything about his dad and about his backstory. And um, so the truth is, Paul has ideas, and my goal is to just break it however I possibly can. That's true. I mean, especially if I'm Kyorg. It's also true. Yeah. And with Sir Vance, I just like to be very strong and kill stuff because it's mm-hmm. awesome. And also the same with I mean, it's the same with Kyorg. Yeah. Eh, it's more about having fun with Kyorg, though. I guess that's true. Okay. Uh, and Brackle We're... and Jim being cousins was also an off the cuff thing. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally off the cuff. Every season, we're we're kind of we're running low on tape here. Where we're almost at. Where are we at? We're we in, have well, unlimited we're tape. We're There's an literally no tape here. The, the tape is running. We're running out of tape. Um, we have no tape. I don't know why I said that. So that means we have unlimited time. Pandacara, will Miles ever get his thumbs back? Mm. Uh, Depends I mean, on if he meets Paylor or not. It's a magic world. Yeah. Anything can didn't, happen. I mean, didn't Zahn somebody give helped. somebody an eye? Yeah. Zahn helped somebody gave Bill. somebody a leg. Paylor gave Bill his, his eye and his leg back, yeah. He's like, Our, here you go. Is I had these laying around. You can have them. Than two thumb? thumbs? Yeah. I, wouldn't, I would think it probably is, yes. Who has no thumbs and uh, yeah, that guy? That guy. <laughs> uh, when will we get to know season four characters and players from Pandacarl? As soon as we can, you know, get them. Uh, tell them right I know now. one. Let me tell him right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. Who's the one that you know, Jeffrey? Can I say it? I'll say it. I think we've already said it. Is it your Hold on, Let me look in the text message group. Oh, Is it no, the one you're playing? Don't. I could oh, say don't. a bunch. Don't do that. Oh, no. See, no, he's scary. He's scary. I was talking about Kjorg. I mean, we know Kjorg. Jeffrey and Kjorg. We know that for sure. Um, and Char okay. and Jim and Brackle. This is from Lee Height. Wah, wah, Hope I'm saying wah. that right. Height, H-I-T-E. First question: Why? Why what? Why did you want to hurt me like that? Oh, <laughs> you made a grown man cry. Seriously though, how long was the God of the Hells planned? Um, I'm sorry, Lee, to have hurt you like that. Um, 
like I said, you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta hurt uh, to to get to the good stuff, to get to the joy, you know. The, the death of Atonia, the how long have I had that planned? Remember it's, Paul's plan. Star Wars episodes one, two, and three have yes. are just finished. Yeah, we just finished Revenge of the Sith with three point five. We're about to start episode four, A New Hope. Execute order. Starring Kjorg. The people's champion. Hey, that's on there, the shirt. You know, it's funny you, listening to you talk about that. There is something I that I have planned later that when I think about it, there actually is some, not like a direct link, but I can kind of see how it would be. It could be, there could be a line drawn to Star Wars, and I wonder if you'll make the connection when it happens. Hmm. Um, I won't say like oh. when it's going to happen. I probably won't. Unless it's prequels, because they're the best. <laughs> um, I had the death of Atonia planned since Saul looked at the shade and said, I'm going to go to the hells. Yes, Emily, you got a shout out. Yeah, you did, Emily. And I said, your work is going to be the best, and you have inspiration. But she can't hear us because she's not listening. She's just on the chat. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll hear us later. So you uh, got two shout outs. What do you know? Uh, this question from Lee is for the players. Obviously, after the end of season three, 3.5 was a little more confined in its events. Did it feel more like recording a radio show than a D&D game? I hope you guys are very proud of 3.5. It was a truly epic show. Thank you, Lee. That's nice. What do you think, Felicia? Did it feel more like... Recording a radio show or, or like a like a um, it was more um, like a origin story. Well, like we do those, yeah. yeah. Like a like, you know like what? an audio what? Drama. story was the best. Which servants off the wall. <laughs> but <laughs> I will say though the the part where PB and J and Colmas meet Minnie mm-hmm. and what's her friend's name the dwarf I can't Olga. remember Olga when she when they met that was not like word for word scripted. That was more of us just kind of role playing it out, mm-hmm. and then like we would ask Paul, "Should I know this or should I say this or you know is it will this work?" And then he'd be like, "Yeah, you could do that." So that was pretty much role play. Yeah. But then it got to a point where it was scripted. Yeah. But a lot of our scenes, you know, the less like straight up pivotal scenes, you know, like think like the you know the the climax of episode five and. And a lot of that stuff. Many of those scenes were more role play. Like we sit down, I say, "This is kind of the scenario. This is kind of what's going on. Uh, this is what you, you know, I need you to say. <laughs> yeah. What needs to be said and addressed. And we're just going to role play it out. And we would do that." Yeah, Paul's like, "Okay, I need you to record this line." And it said, "Fallen Grove is on fire." And yeah. I'm like, "Why?" You know, oh of- my goodness, that <laughs> line like, when she said that reminded me of just like one of the cheesiest scenes of some dumb movie. Fallen Grove is on fire. He told me to say it. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I hate you, Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey, why are you trolling Felicia so hard? Oh. No, on, it wasn't her necessarily. No, it was. It was, just... it was like, Fallen Grove yes. is on yes. fire. Yeah. I, I said that all night. I'm trying to think of what it reminded me of. I'll have to think about that. Was it the, the roof is on fire? <laughs> the roof, the roof is on. But some of the stuff we did was more written out, like literally written out, in a sense of like this is the line. You can say it like this, or you can put it in your own words, whatever yeah. you're more comfortable and I with. Added like many saluting. Sure. When I was talking to Bill, um, and then others R. were R. just like, "We're gonna, we're just gonna kind of play it out. You know, we're just yeah. gonna role play this and see how it goes." Um, this girl is on fire. Sorry. There's a couple questions for Saul. Uh, we'll save those for Jeremy. 
like I said, we'll find a way for him to answer those for you. Nobody cares what he has to say. <laughs> oh, roasted. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Roasted. Let's, let's, get back to this, let's get back to this question real quick, um, one we kind of touched on from Trackpad. He asked, um, what are some themes you see emerging throughout the seasons so far, like character arcs, life lessons, values? He says he's noticed a few, but he's interested in, in your perspective, and he said this is mostly for the for the, for the the players. So um, what do you guys think, Alan? You see any themes other than the one we mentioned before? None at all. It's just Zero completely... Themes. Completely slapdash. No, I'm kidding. Just devoid. Uh, uh, I would say, like, we already talked about grief. I would also mm-hmm. say uh, sort of destiny isn't quite it, but purpose, uh, more so than destiny. Like, uh, Brackle, his purpose to begin with was basically uh, Branchire to protect and, uh, you know, do not just protect but nurture Branchire in the surrounding area. For mm-hmm. Jim, his purpose was to learn. Uh, and both of those characters changed purposes. Jim, it's not he didn't give up learning, but he realized how single-minded pursuit of it was doing him harm. And so he rededicated himself to doing right more so than pursuing knowledge, even though he still pursues knowledge. Then for uh, Brackle it was a conflict of, you know, the world versus Branchire. And then Char is someone who had no purpose and an exploration of what it is like to have given up on purpose. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That's my characters. Yeah. I can definitely see that. I mean, and I had not thought about any of that before just now, but it hit me. Except (laughs) Char. Just just right there. Right there, man. Char, I totally intended to be purposeless, but I didn't think about the other two. Yeah, Chaz says Lorik, Vance, Jim, Kjork, Saul, Misk, Cole, and more. Brackle made his place in the world and was taking care of that place. I can definitely see that. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Felicia? Um, I think a trend that people try to do in D&D is like this dark backstory that they're, well, I went through this and now I'm here. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, in future characters to come, spoilers, uh, I tried to not do that at all. Like, I talked to Paul. I was like, I do not want to do that. I said, I don't care if the other people want to do that, you know, and that's their thing. But I'm going to try to, like, she's, it's going to be a happy character, whatever. Like, Misk, Misk was supposed to be that, but she, like, was a devil. So it's kind of hard to just be like, oh, she's this great person, you know? She was a devil. So I think through Misk's story, we got to play with that, oh, well, she was kind of bad in her past life and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And now I get like, you know, you get fresh starts with other characters. Like Minnie, Minnie's a very serious character, but like as far as backstory, I've never really had the chance to build it. So like her, she's just, she's getting down to business and like she is, you know, a part of the leaf guard and that's what, yes, exactly. She is Mulan, uh, just in Fallen Grove, no. But yeah, she is very serious and so like, you know. To, to be continued on other characters in their life and all that. So, did I even answer the question? I don't even remember. Jeffrey, what do you think? Um, I think that what I was thinking of was the toy soldiers from Toy Story. Oh, man. <laughs> like when, when they're going when, to look at the yeah. birthday party? Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I think that's it. I can see that. 
Now I can, I can hear it now. I can hear it in my ears, too. <laughs> you think there's You're any welcome. themes that creep up in the show? Themes in the show? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think faith is a is a pretty oh, common yeah. theme. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, with Vance, I hate, you see. I just hate fake praying to fake gods because it really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But the the sort of journey of you know someone who finds faith and then loses it and then regains it, you know, like that, you definitely see that with Vance in a strong way. Yeah, I think that's a lot a, of redemption. Yeah, I think oh, re- yeah. redemption is a is a big part of that. I don't know what word would do this, but like, there's always. Like each character is like looking forward to something. Like they're hoping. I guess hope. Hope. Because it's like you know, Kyorg wanted a fence, you know, and Misk wanted to be different, and yes. Saul wants to be good or whatever, and then whatever he's trying to be, and then Char wants what Char wants, and you know what I'm saying? Like there's there's hope for what these characters want. So I would say hope too. Uh, yeah. So faith, hope, and I would also add charity. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Charity. Yep. Charity. And we, we oh already established exactly. We already established that that's the greatest one because grief the greatest is charity. Exactly. Because <laughs> of grief. Charity. And grief the is uh, love persevering. Exactly. Uh, I'm sure Jeremy would have a lot to say on this matter, but unfortunately, he couldn't be with us tonight. Is that? Uh. We're we we're pretty much out of time here, guys. We've been going for an hour Two and forty hours. minutes, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. We have some other questions. Um, we will log these. I can these. keep going. You can keep going. Let's go. Q and A is look, a highway, and I'm gonna ride it, ride all, it night all, long. all night long. I will really quickly answer these two really short questions. I it out. Thank you. I, got you. I don't think it's from a. Um, well, let me, let me, they're just real quick. First one's from, these are both from Hudson D first. Did you get your inspiration for this podcast from sneak attack? Um, if the question is, did I become inspired to make a podcast by listening to sneak attack? I would say in some ways, um, listening to sneak attack made me want to put good production values into my podcast. And when I say that, I don't just mean like the quality of the, the microphones, but the music and the sound effects and all of that stuff, it made me want to do that. So it inspired me to do that and to do it well. Uh, and, and having and I, at least one awesome player with awesome characters. He's talking about himself. And I also think that, um, like, I, I I think that we took, I mean, I love Sneak Attack. Um, mm-hmm. Their volume one is is fantastic. I mean, the volume two is good, too. It's, it's sad that we'll never get to see that played out. Um, I understand why we can't, but... The fact is, listening to their first season made me want to put something out on that level of quality. And I think we've taken our music and sound effects to a step higher, like much further. And I think that was intentional. Like they didn't want to do, we did something different with ours. We made it a very, very prominent aspect. Um, so that's definitely we made it a, spicy. Yeah, very spice with Battle Bards. Very Battle Bards. Um, but I don't think that our, sh- like, I don't think I can't really think of anything I was thinking about earlier. I can't think of anything really in the story or in the world or or anything where I feel I felt like I was drawing direct inspiration from anything that they did. Um, so, are there dragons do, in their show? I haven't listened. I think there was one. What about dungeons? One. Season one. There were definitely dungeons. Yeah, for sure. 
Mm. So we have two common And ands. <laughs> ampersands. Uh, what level characters do the champions start at? They start at whatever level the player characters are at. So like right now, champion sessions that we're doing right now start around eight or nine. So there are many other questions, but I think that's about all we've got time you for tonight. got to play flute for the patrons. Oh, i got to play the ocarina. Uh, ocarina. Okay. Let me see. I got this beautiful blue ocarina. Uh, everyone listening at home, I'm sorry. Do I have to keep playing? Yes. Okay, that's about it, right? It sounded electronic through this mic, through these headphones. You gotta do a bonus song. Okay, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Play a a serious song. song. Play the song of healing because that's the best song. Zelda's I'll lullaby. I'll play the dice. I'll okay. play the dice. Front right. and backwards. Okay. Either play the song of healing, Kaltel Hots. What are you doing? Or you're, sli- you're just quit- you're just tapping dice together. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Dragon Roost Island. Sitting here with us for like almost two hours. Oh, we man, love you. It's We're been fun. working hard on trying to get season four to you as quickly as possible. As soon as I have some information. I'll get that to you. Keep your eyes open for some Champions episodes that will be releasing soonish. I can't uh, really play in the the next few weeks. That's a recorder, guys. Yeah, that. I can't really play (laughs) that either. (laughs) That's a recorder. They've been Uh, saying flute all night. (laughs) Hey, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. I can play the ukulele. We will uh, see you next time. I can do John Cena on I can do the ukulele. We gotta go. Bye. Goodbye. Closing the stream. We might see you next time.